0: Good to everybody. So I'll tell you, Misa, you know, one of the great tzaddikim was Ramesh Leib Sasever. Ramesh Leib Sasever was known as amongst the students, amongst the Talmud Baal and amongst the Chesidish Rebbes, he was known as the Makariv, the one that would go out and, and help Yidden. he was a big Avistral, he would bring Jews back to Yiddishkeit, closer to Tavaki Hashem. So he was a Chosid, a Talmud of the Reverend Shmelk of Nickelsburg. The Rabbi Rebbe of was a big tzaddik in his own right. He was a big Marbets Tyre, He had a big yeshiva in Nicholsburg, and he had a lot of a lot of the the, the tzaddikim of of that generation were students. A lot of them were students of the Rebbe including Rabbi Shlomo Sasser. So the thing goes like this: One time, Rabbi Shalev was it was I guess the end of his man or something in yeshiva, and he was on his he was going to go back home for Ben Azman, and so he went to go take leave by the Rebbe, by the Rosh Hashim, by the Tzadik, the Rebbe Shemelke. So the Rebbe you know, say to each other, okay? Gives him a bracha that, you know, everything should go well on his way home. And as Rebbe Meishulev is about to leave the office, so the Rebbe Shemelke turns to him and he says, you know what, Shemelka, let me give you a few things, you know, things for, to take along the way. Okay? So the Rebbe Shemelka goes into the other room, comes back with three things. A gold coin, one gold coin, one loaf of bread, and one uh, kittle that the Rebbe Shemelke wore by the previous Yom Narayim. Okay? He said, take this, it'll be good for you. Okay? Then it's going kind of He took those things and, and he left. Fine. The Rebbe Shemelke had big amuna in his, in, his, uh, in his Rebbe, that certainly these things are going to come in handy. He didn't know how or what. So as he's traveling home, you know, it, was, uh, it took weeks to get home in those days, so he's traveling back, and in the middle, he's happens to pass through a certain shtetl, a certain town. And while he's passing by this particular mansion, he hears moaning and groaning and yelling and screaming, very disturbing sounds. So Moshe Leib goes to investigate what's happening. So he goes and notices that at the far end of this estate, there is like a prison or, or a dungeon or so, of some sort. And he realizes he hears that the moaning is coming from Nebuch, someone that's stuck in that prison. <clears throat> and he goes closer to investigate more, and he realizes that not only is a Nebuch, a person stuck in prison, it's Nebuchadnezzar. And this yid is sitting there by himself, moaning and in, 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 you know, in loneliness and in pain and agony and and calling out for help. So Ramiel Shlomosasvri says, "A yid." He says, uh, yid? So he says uh, "I'm here to help you. What what happened? What's going on? Tell me what what you know. Who, what are you doing here? What can I do?" So the Yid basically says to that Leib that, he, that he's, a, you know, he was a citizen in this shtetl. And this estate is owned by the parrots, the landowner of the whole area, an anti-Semite. And the parrots, you know, everyone has to pay taxes. And this yid Nebuch, was behind on his taxes. So the parrots just threw him into prison like this. So he's sitting here without food, without any help, doesn't know what to do. So Ramayshu, Ramayshu Leib says, okay, listen, I'm going to take care of it. So he knocks on the parrots' door with confidence. And which itself was a, you know, a, a, a sign of his greatness, because again, an average yid knocking on the door of a parts after knowing that this is what type of parts this guy is, was not so passionate. But to help another yid, the biggest mitzvah in the world is to release a captive. So he goes to the parts' door, knocks on the door, the parts opens the door. Who is this? And he says, "Listen, I'm I'm a Jew, and I notice that you have a Jew stuck in your prison, and I want to pay his debt." So the part says, okay, fine. It's 50,000 ruble. That's what the guy owes me. So Ramesh says, not a problem. He takes out the gold coin from his and He says, here. And the looks as one gold coin. I told you it's 50,000 ruble. You give me one gold coin, maybe a gold coin is worth 20 ruble, 30 ruble. It's not 50,000 ruble. So he says, you're making fun of me. So you know what? I'm going to take you to an even worse dungeon. What happens? Meanwhile... So they schlepper Ramash Lev into another area where there's a lot of wild dogs and wild animals that Mamish will be dangerous. So Ramash Lev sees, sees what's going on, so you know what he does. So he takes his kittel that, uh, that the Rebbe of gave him, took the kittle and wrapped it around himself, and then all of a sudden the wild dogs and wild animals were Mamish tame. They sat by him nicely, just Mamish just Bahachna in humility in front of the tzaddik. Now the parrot sees this and is like, okay, we're dealing with something something altogether different over here. So he got very, very nervous. And he said, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm afraid of this holy man. This uh, Obviously, he knows either he's holy, he knows witchcraft. Something's going on over here. I don't want to mess with this person anymore. So the part says to Ramayusha Leib, you know what? Fine. The gold coin that you gave me, to me, that's considered to be 50,000 ruble. And finished. I'll release him. So Ramayusha Leib says, okay, but I want to be the one to release him. I, f- I fulfilled the so I want to finish it up. So fine. So he gives Ramayusha Leib the key. He goes to the dungeon, takes him out, and it opens the door. And he notices that Nebuchadnezzar is so weak, he can't even get out of prison himself. So, Meshulah remembers, oh, I have a loaf of bread. So, he takes that loaf of bread and sits down, has a Sudha with that Yid. They sing some nigunim, they eat some bread, they eat some food together. They feel a little bit more energized, and the Yid is able to walk home on his own and uh, happily ever after. So that's the Maishas, so the three things are, that the uh, Rebbe Shemelke gave her Maishu were mamish necessary in order to save that Jew's life. Now, coming from Shabbos, then you go into the six days of the week, what do you learn from this story? So, in the six days of the week, who knows what we're going to find, who knows what type of as chas v'sham, you know, we might come across. But Shabbos is like Rebbe Shemelke. Shabbos gives us all the gifts that we need to be able to handle everything of the six days of the week. All we need to do is whenever we find a difficult scenario between Sunday and Friday, you know, is to take out one of those gifts that Shabbos gave us. amuna, bitachin, Hischaskus, Davening, Learning, Chevershaft, all the gifts that Shabbos gives us, access that during the six days of the week. And with that, we'll be able to get free from any prison that we might find ourselves in, Chas Hashem should bless us. She is to have a week of nihama, of menucha, of yeshua das, of menuchas Zenefesh, of brach of on all levels. Ad libly, dive beis called tzaddik. May every amen.